0: Welcome back to another Spark episode. It's been a while. We've published a few earlier this year. And then we fell quiet. Because actually we both had COVID. Yay! Yeah, that was fun. Um, but we are back. We are back in the game. Uh, and actually <laughs> we are totally happy. Because we're also at the moment in the same room. Say woo, woo, woo. <laughs> So this has been the first time... We've been in the room since we started Experiential Spark. But for us personally, it's been what over two years since we actually saw each other. It was probably New Year's 2019. Yeah, 2019, 2020. Yeah, Yeah. crazy. Um, so it's been a while and we're happy to be back. Yes, we are. And we thought, why don't we record an episode that actually takes you in Little bit into our situation or like more our feelings and Mm. experiences over the last couple of weeks when we not only had COVID and fell ill, but also in a way kind of lost our spark. Because even though we call our podcast experiential spark, that means both having a spark (laughs) and losing the spark. And this is probably a very important topic because we
1: all lose our spark from time to time. Absolutely. So as I noticed perhaps losing some energy and creativity, I decided to do a bit of reading out there in how we might re-find that spark or re-energize in some way. And there's a lot of great articles out there at the moment, especially given post-pandemic working has um, perhaps drained that spark for some of us in some way so the great resignation is potentially as well a real feed or is being well fed by this lack of connection this lack yeah. of sense of purpose with what we we do so as Marluca said first of all it happens to all of us losing our spark at some point so it's totally okay um, I think it's unreasonable to expect to feel 100% engaged, 100% energised, super happy at work all the time. That's just sadly not the reality at all. But when you do notice those signs of, oh God, not this again, or I don't want to get up and go and do that, or I've got no energy to sign up to something new at work, or do that extra thinking or that extra bit, then what can you do about it? And that's what I was researching to share a few different ideas with you here today. So the first one is to take some time for yourself. So this might be taking the holiday that you're absolutely owed and taking it properly, not checking your emails while you're away. But it might also be taking breaks in the daytime. So uh, getting outside if you can, or just going and making a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, whatever it is that you uh, works for you. Proper lunch. Proper lunch. Thinking now, all of you out there, who takes a proper lunch? Um, or turning your phone off of an evening so that you really get that opportunity to switch off. Another thing to work on as well is thinking about what's missing. So we often, maybe that's not fair, I often put so much pressure on my job and being defined by my job that it's not really reasonable to expect it to give me everything that I need as a rounded person. So. I work in a role that there's only one other person in my team. Essentially, I don't have a big team. I'm never going to get teamwork from work. So guess what? I play netball because that's a sense of team sport. So can you find something in your wider life that gives you a spark and energy?
0: But also within work, probably if we take your situation, can you beyond your team? Add yourself to a project team and find some teammates there or sign up for an employee network and join drinks and lectures and whatever they organize. So indeed, as you said, what's missing, how can you find other ways of doing that? That may not be the first thing you think of, but that may well bring you that sense of
1: what is missing for you. Absolutely. Another piece of advice I read was to reflect on how you might be being your own worst enemy as well. So. Um, In another podcast we talk about our saboteurs and I'm a restless or I have a restless saboteur which means I'm always looking for the next best thing, the new exciting adventure and actually it's good to pause and remember when you wanted what you have now so we can always look for the negative but actually when were we really excited about the thing that we have in front of us right now. Capture this potentially in a gratitude journal. So take that time to say thank you. Who did you give energy to that day at work? Who gave you energy that day at work? And who or what is it that you're looking forward to doing the next day?
0: Yeah, and what I personally really like about having a gratitude journal is to pick one moment in the day when you will sit down and write those three to five things down that you have gratitude for. Um, For example, in the morning and think about the last 24 hours or do it in the evening and think about the day that you've just had and what it will do when you have a fixed moment in the day is that it will force yourself throughout the day to be mindful of the Mm -hmm. things that give you joy, that spark energy Mm -hmm. for you or indeed when you did something for someone and someone was really happy with that and it made you feel good, like you will start looking for those moments. So it will bring you a whole lot of positivity, which will probably help in getting the creative juices flowing again and finding joy in really small things will help to find joy in bigger things as well in a while. But you have to be consistent and I would definitely recommend to do it in a fixed time of day because you will yeah, you will have to force yourself to do it because otherwise you're staring at a journal.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was reading actually about the need to persevere with the journal. So at the start it might be quite hard to find those moments or they might seem so insignificant that you don't spot them. Yeah. But it was really around stick with it, it gets easier as you think about the things that do bring you that spark of joy during the day. Yeah. And um, maybe to
0: add Make it super practical and start small. So maybe instead of saying, I'm so happy to be alive, which (laughs) might well be the case. But more like, oh, I have so much gratitude for the smell of coffee I had this morning, which really made me happy. Or someone opened the door for me. Like really small, practical things that will help to really also feel the feeling again when you read it and when you write it down. Yeah. More so than
1: when it's so big and general, I yeah. would say. Absolutely. And being connected to your purpose at work is often cited as a way to drive engagement. Now, I don't know about you, but I find that quite a daunting phrase, like oh my God, I'm not a doctor or a firefighter saving lives. But I read recently in some of the work by Daniel Pink on motivation, that actually our purpose can be as simple or as um, tangible as helping the team. So what's the impact and the purpose that you have to support and help others? And I think that's a really nice way around, who did you help today and how did that make them feel and how did that make you feel? Again, that can start to bring back some of your purpose at work and some Mm -hmm. of the spark and energy. Another way to think about your engagement is well, why did you join your current company? Why did you take your current job? We're probably never more engaged than at that moment when we're like, oh my God, I've got this really exciting opportunity. So what was it that was really exciting for you? And is that in front of you and you've just stopped noticing it or is there a way that you can reincorporate that or find that again? I personally can get a bit overwhelmed when I think I'm in a job forever or am I doing the right thing? Is this really what I want to be doing with my life? And I think it's really important to remember with work, nowhere has to be the destination. Unless you're like the 5% mm. that is doing the job you really wanted to do when you were 10 years old, you're like the other 95% of us bumbling through and figuring out as we go along. So what can you learn from your current role? What can you be exploring in your current role that's going to help shape you, help shape your experiences. It's okay if you move on from that role. So not feeling stuck, I think is a great way of helping reignite Spark because it can open creativity and your mind again.
0: Yeah. It makes me think of how I, while being a team lead in Poland, used to say to my team and sort of try to do it myself as well. But It's always easier to tell other people than
1: to do it yourself. Absolutely, um, hence the Podcast, right?
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> is to look at your career or like your working life almost as a backpack that you fill with experiences. Mm. And rather than looking at, I, this is going to be my next role or this mm. is the role that I want to do next, think about what is the experience that you want to gain. What is the experience that you want to take from this role? What's the experience mm. you want to take from this project? You can make it as small and as big as you can, um, but it will allow you, I think, to also, as you said, open up your mind a bit and not only get stuck on job titles on LinkedIn. If you are searching for a new yeah. role or uh, or on the internal job market, who knows? Um, or if you're thinking about should I do this project? Yes or no. Do I want to be involved? Well, what's the experience that you will get mm. from it? And, will that fit in your backpack? Is it something new? Are you looking for something new? Or will it actually help you to increase your level, your skill level for a certain experience mm. that you already had? So um, yeah, I think that will really help.
1: Yeah, and it's a great way as well to meet new people if you're signing up yeah. for different things. And all the research says, those of us who have friends and colleagues, sorry, friends more than colleagues at work tend to be happier and more engaged. So reinvest in your connections reinvest in those work buddies be the one to prompt work drinks or work socials or activities whatever it works even a lunch whatever it might be off the back of the pandemic we would have lost a lot of that buzz in the office a lot of those connections so this is definitely a moment to be the one to try and spark that up again and and get that energy going yeah and
0: building on what you said around you being the one making that first step and getting to the connection, no one is going to fix it for you. So Mm -hmm. when you notice you've lost your spark, this is the moment to make a change or not. It's a choice. Uh, You can also stick with that feeling. But if you do want to make a change, it's up to you to make that change. And we would definitely recommend to just experiment. Yeah. As we would start small, just start somewhere. It doesn't mean that you need to sign up for a course that will take you through four years of knowledge or yep. sign up at a gym where you don't know if you will fit or whatever. It's just a first step. Take a class and see if you like it. Mm. Go to so- talk to someone. Spend 30 minutes together. Drink a coffee. See if you connect. Like, Make it really small. Mm. Uh, and
1: experiment and see where it leads you. Absolutely. And there are small ways that you can introduce new into your life. So it might be going a different way to work. It might be listening to a different radio station in the morning, or it might be trying a different podcast. Um, so think about what are the small things that you can do to inject a bit of new, which can break or help you break the routine, which might be why one of the reasons why that spark's gone as well. And no one is going to care about this, your career, your spark, more than you. So you really do need to take that ownership if you want to change it. So we'd love to hear from you about what gets your spark glowing brightly. So maybe to share as a last thing, because we started
0: with how we sort of lost our spark a bit in the last few weeks. And I think to me, uh, what helped is that I started to read a new book. Uh, So that will come Mm. and it's about uh, boundaries and setting your own boundaries. And more importantly, what are healthy boundaries? Mm. Uh, So more to come on that and it helps to shift your perspective a bit Uh, what also helped is that i started to dive a bit into instagram reels great (laughs) fun and i think what also helped is that we've been working in the background on changing some stuff technically for the podcast yeah and it really helped at least me to get into a whole other skill set yep yep and yep. <laughs> doing stuff that I've never done before and reading things I've never read before yep. don't know if I hope to ever read it again but that's yep. okay so it really yeah it really helped me small steps creative steps in terms of Instagram just doing something completely new
1: yeah and what helped me as well as that new website joy that we've been through is knowing that we had this day where we were going to physically be together and knowing that it's okay that I might not reignite my spark until we got together and had a day of fun and bouncing off each other and, and doing this physically in the same room so almost being kind to myself that you know what your spark's gonna come it's okay if you're gonna have a few weeks off of that Um, ride it out and then uh,
0: it will all be okay.
1: Go, go see Maluka. So that's what everybody else needs to do. <laughs> well, I feel honored. Um,
0: so thanks for listening uh, again. And we would really love to hear from you. What do you do when you lose your spark? What do you, how does it work when you start to notice that you lose your spark? Even Because obviously that's the first step to get that awareness. Share it with us via Instagram at experiential spark. You can send us us an email, experientialspark at gmail.com. You can also reach us through LinkedIn or any other channel you have that will reach us. So thank you for listening and enjoy finding your spark and keeping it.
1: Bye.